0: Good morning, good morning, good morning everyone. To God be the glory, great things He has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is July the 29th in the year of our Lord, 2023. means as part of the 31 day challenge, we will be reading Psalms 29 and Proverbs 29. thankful for being given another day, um, we're constantly reminded that life is short and there are no guarantees. Um, got a text yesterday that one of my church brother's sister had gotten a car accident and she died on the scene and that, her, that two of his nieces are in ICU. So it's just a reminder that we have to do what we need to do because we don't know when our time is up. We are not promised the next second. We are not promised the next hour. We are not promised the next day. We are not promised the next week. We are not promised the next month or the next year. Only thing we are promised is the second we live in. And we need to, to make sure that we use those seconds to glorify God. To praise his holy name. And to grow deeper in his words. Because we all know that it's through faith that we are saved. But not only that. But that also that heaven is not a place of equality. And that, yes, you say, I believe and, and believe it, and you'll get there. But your place in it won't be where you want it to be if you aren't building up your treasures. Now, the works are not works of salvation, but they works because you are saved. And the more that you submit to the Holy Spirit working within you, the more that you'll do, and the greater your rewards will be on the other side. These are just biblical principles I'm not telling you any lies It is what it is uh, I want everybody to be saved So I want everybody to truly believe In their heart That Jesus Christ died for their sins Because I don't want anybody to have to go to The abyss Where you'll spend eternity Getting what you wish Separation from God But a lot of people are atheists Or Agnostics or people that just don't follow the word and don't understand That they are still Experiencing God's grace Even though they are yet sinners For we all have But that doesn't mean That we can abuse grace Because at some point Grace runs out And we will have to pay For everything That we've done Good or bad. Alright, let's get a little praise music to get us started. Um, share out the service to a few people, see what's going on. Or we have a good song to get us excited about the Lord. Here, you will you on, he will fight. And we will win. Victory. We speak victory to every trial we're in. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. No longer
1: defeated, we're winners now. We will fight,
0: and we will win, we speak victory to every trial we're in, we are overcome us by the blood of the Lamb, no longer defeated, we're winners now.
1: We always win We always win No matter what Come our way We always
0: Always win We always win No matter what The circumstance always
1: Always win We always win We always win Win. We always win, we always win, what may come our way, we we will fight. We will win. We
0: will fight. We will win. We will fight. We will win. We will fight. We will win. We will fight. We
1: will win. We will fight. We we will win. We will fight. We will win. We will fight. We will win. We
0: will fight. We will win. We will fight. We will win. We win. But when we decide to walk this path with Jesus and not be persuaded by what the world says, we win. The battle is already fought. We already know who's the winner. It's just about choosing the teams. Uh, I made this analogy before. I don't know if anybody knows about the Harlem Globetrotters anymore. But if you do, you'll understand this one. the Harlem Globetrotters, you know, they're they're a basketball team. They do a lot of tricks and everything, um, and they always win. Um, they always play the Washington Generals, um, who they I think they maybe maybe lost to once I think in their history. But the whole thing is set up to be so that the Harlem Globetrotters win every game. Now. Will you choose to play for the Globe Trials? Well, maybe you're on the score, maybe 15 points, get a bunch of assists, some rebounds. Always want to play for the Generals. Maybe you can get 25 or 30 points. But at the end of the day, you lose. Well, that's what life is. Do you want to play for the wrong side of the team? Yes, you might get a little bit of, uh, of um clout. Yes, you might make some riches. But at the end of the day, your turn to... Is spent losing. You'll spend your eternity in hell. I don't know about you. I don't want that. And we know there's an eternity. Because God has put eternity in every man's heart. So that we know the truth. Don't let other people lie to you and confuse you. So let us go for the winning team. So that we can stay in where we need to stay in. Perhaps we need to just be here and recognize that God kept us here. In fact, I got a song for it. Hmm. Hmm. The William brothers still here.
1: Days, I had my share of hard days, but I'm still here. Troubles, I can my share troubles. But I'm still here. Bruises, I have, I have bruises bruises. But I'm still here. Loneliness, I share loneliness. But I'm still here. I've made it through another day's journey, God kept me here. I've made it through another day's journey, God kept me here. Any times I've been lied on, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. burdens, but I'm still here. dark days, but I'm still here, I I had my many disappointments, but I'm still here, through it all, I've made it through another day's journey. God kept me here. I made it through another day's journey.
0: God kept me here. You just got to recognize, every day God gets us through another day's journey. He's kept us here. And we have to give Him all the glory and all the praise for that alright over here on um, the wisdom app I got Kaylin and Zen Master to God be the glory I'm still waiting for the fam to show up over here on stereo to God be the glory but through it all I've made it through another day's journey because God kept me here and that's all we can ask for God kept us here through it all. God be the glory. So, you know, at work, things have been a little difficult lately. But it's doing what it's trying to teach me and God's trying to teach me is, regardless of situation is, spend less time complaining and more time praising. Because it's so easy to get caught up in complaining about our situations, um, but once we decide to stop complaining and start focusing on the truth, then we understand that we are going to experience these troubles. In fact, that's what that song still here is about: recognizing that through it all, that God gathers through it, regardless of what we've gone through, regardless of. How hard things have been, regardless of how many troubles we've had. God has kept us here. And for that, we have to give him all of the glory and all of the praise. Amen? All right, so let's go into the morning devotional. Let's get everybody a chance to come on down to God be the glory. So our morning devotion, we're going to start at John chapter 3, at the the first verse. Let's head there. St. John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees, named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. so is everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? Now this is when Jesus really explains to Nicodemus what's going on. Jesus answered said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I told you earthly things, and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man, who is in him. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God not sending his son to the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So for that we lift Jesus up. We lift Jesus up this morning. Everybody help us lift Jesus up to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generations. That's your kids, your grandkids, your nephews, your nieces, kids across the street, kids at school, kids at daycare, kids in your city, state, country, and all across the world. Hallelujah. Alright. Let us head to... um, Psalms 23, where we'll read, look, and recognize that the Lord is our shepherd this morning. Amen. So you can repeat this after me and recognize who's the ruler of your life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. in the house of the Lord forever in and ever, and ever. And let us all say amen alright so to finish up our morning devotional head with me to Matthew chapter 6 and we'll go down to verse 7 And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore pray, and you repeat after me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. in the glory forever and we all say amen all right so ambassador davis has popped on here over here on stereo in wisdom uh we have kaylin and zen master over here on wisdom as well to god be the glory so without further ado let us head on into the 31 day challenge and continue to lift Jesus up by reading his word. Being a day is July 29th. It means we will be reading Psalms 29 and Proverbs 29. Psalms 29. Subtitles. Praise to God in his holiness and majesty. A Psalm of David. And it begins Give unto the Lord O you mighty ones Give unto the Lord Glory and strength Give unto the Lord The glory due his name Worship the Lord In the beauty of his holiness The voice of the Lord Is over the waters The God of glory thunders The Lord is over many waters The voice of the Lord Is powerful the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give vor- birth. And strips the forest bare. And in his temple everyone says glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. And the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. These being the 11 verses of psalms 29 i hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word well at this time if anybody has any comments um the floor is open you can leave a message over here on stereo or you can come up to the platform on stereo or wisdom or if you shy you can actually um send a message and i'll read it out for you to god be the glory amen Amen So, When we look at Psalms 29 It's rec- helping us recognize How mighty the Lord is It's helping us recognize How strong he is It's helping us recognize How he's everywhere at one time It's helping us to recognize That we can't rely on our strength That we have to rely on his strength That everything he does Is what matters that he is the king of all things. That he is the master over this world. Over the heavens. Over the uh, the unseen heavens. That he is the master of all things. Because he created all things. So that when his voice thunders. That things are created. That things are moved. That things are set into the place. That they need to be sitting. in That even the big and strong. And mighty things mean nothing. Because the Lord's voice can make them move. At the drop of a dime. If he says the mountain should come down. The mountain will come down. And he says the mountain will come up. The mountain will come up. If he says the sea shall depart in two. The sea will part in two. He says the, the the waters of the River Jordan will roll back. They will roll back as if they were damned physically. Because the Lord is all powerful. Got a message here from Ambassador Davis. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Representing God again for our being here, even on this rainy 29th day of
0: our Lord. We thank you again for being here. Amen. And that's the When I reflect
2: on this particular number of Psalms, it reminds me of Genesis. It takes me back to Genesis. When God spoke, it brings reverence and fear when
0: I hear about this God And what he does Just by his speaking Amen Amen brother Just by his speaking And I love that you brought back the Genesis That's exactly where we should be at With this here That his voice is so powerful Because he's omnipotent Omniscient And omnipresence so just his voice builds and destroys. It creates and destroys. Just based off of what he says. Uh, for the, if there's anybody young in the audience they might have heard of, of a, a Marvel character named Black Bolt who has to keep his mouth closed most of the time because even a whisper could destroy a planet. Well our Lord is truly there because his but way more than that. Because his voice can because our Lord's voice builds. When he speaks, he speaks things into existence as though they were not. So if he can speak and says, person appear rather right in front of you, that person is going to appear right in front of you. He has that kind of power. Not us. Just so that we remember that. Because I know some people in the prosperity gospel, into all this um, manifestation thing, say that if you speak, then you, you got the speaking power just like God. No, we don't. All the life and death are in the power of the tongue. And we can build and destroy things in, in our spirit. We cannot speak things into existence. Don't get it twisted. Only the God in heaven can do that. Hallelujah. Anybody else have anything they want to say on Psalms 29? If not, we'll head on over to Proverbs 29, to God be the glory. The floor is still open. You can always comment on Psalms 29 again later on after we finish Proverbs 29, just in case. Amen. Alright, so Proverbs twenty nine. It's subtitled Happy is He Who Keeps the Law. And um we're gonna read it and um go down it one by one. I'm actually going to do like I did last night when I did a Bible study with um my men's group. I'm actually going to go to another version of the Bible and read it with it. And it's gonna help um explain some of some of these Proverbs and give us a little more insight at the same time. So I'm going to go to the message version of the Bible and read it along with my New King James Version. Amen? Psalms, I'm sorry, Proverbs 29, Happy as he who keeps the law. And it begins, He who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. And the message Bible says for people who hate discipline and only get more stubborn there'll come a day when life tumbles in and they break. But by then it'll be too late to help them. So we can see that we all have a time like I was saying at the beginning of the service. We only got so much time. When our time is up, there's nothing we can do. So let us listen. Let us not hate instruction. Let us not hate discipline. But instead, listen to what the Lord has to say. And live that way. So that it won't. we won't have to have a too late moment. Because those are hurtful. And we don't want anybody to be spit on the wrong side of eternity. Because they didn't listen. Verse 2 When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Alright, from the message it says When good people run things, everyone is glad. But when the ruler is bad, everyone groans. So we see here, that here in America. The people have been groaning since the beginning of this country. So let's be honest this country has never had a good ruler. But there's never been a time where people haven't had to groan. Even under good rulers, there was slavery. Even under good rulers, quote unquote good presidents, I'm sorry, there was slavery. Under good presidents, there was killing of Native Americans. Under good presidents, there was wars that killed people in other countries. Under good presidents... There was America exploiting other people. Amen. All right, got a message here. God be the glory.
2: Amen. Amen. I can attest to this. I can testify to this. Amen. When my world came, I didn't realize it really, Brother Morris. I thought I. 1993, October the 15th. Amen. But thanks be to God, I'm still here to testify that He is a deliverer and full of mercy. And He said, Forget not my loving kindness, my tender mercies, for they are old. Hear the word of the Lord.
1: Thank you, Brother Morris.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for that comment. So as I would say, verse two. Um, unfortunately, there are no good rulers because you have to be a God ruler. So even when you rule according to God, most of the time you still gonna make mistakes. There's only one good ruler, and he sits on throne in heaven, the Father the Son. And when we follow the Holy Spirit that's inside of us, those are the good rules. Everything else is bad rules. Verse 3. Whoever loves wisdom makes his father rejoice, but a companion of harlots wastes his wealth. It says, in the message says, if you love wisdom, you'll delight your parents, but if you, you'll destroy your trust if you run with prostitutes. I believe that Jesus used this verse when he did destroy story. About the prodigal son, because this is exactly what happened with prodigal son. He went, he went, and asked for his inheritance, then and then ran out and spent it all on loose women and living the high life. And then he ran out through all his money, and then all he could do was work, work with the kids and eat their food. So you have to understand that you better listen to what your parents say. Because when you don't, you destroy your relationship not only with them but with God as well. And you'll start hanging with the wrong crowd. And if you're hanging around with prostitutes, you're definitely hanging with the wrong crowd, because that's introducing you to the immoral women. And the immoral women, as we know, is going to bring you down. Whether the immoral woman is a physical woman, or it's an addiction, or it's a craving. Or it's greed. All of these things can be there, or more, or more women that can bring you down. Verse 4 The king establishes the land by justice, but he, but he who receives bribes overthrows it. And the message it says A leader of good judgment gives stability, an exploiting leader leads a trail of waste. Again, we see this all the time. How many how many presidents here, just in America, have made so much waste? Do you know that the U.S. military is the biggest polluter on the face of this earth? But no president will cut it down. They just keep expanding it more and more. And killing the planet more and more. Now, we know that we can't do but so much before God is going to take care of things. We already know that. But still, it's not showing us to be a good steward. And in fact, that's what this verse is about. Being a good steward. So if you're a leader of good judgment, you're going to have stability. Because you're showing yourself to be a good steward of God's land, of God's world. But when you don't, and you decide to exploit others, you're going to lead a trail of waste. It's like what I just talked about earlier, when um, how how you know so many... European countries, and even the United States have went over to Africa and exploited them for their natural resources. So that the Africans remain poor as these countries become richer. This is not God's way. Amen? Verse 5 A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. In the Message Bible it says, a flattering neighbor is up to no good. He's probably planning to take advantage of you. So we've seen that before. You know, hey brother, how you doing? Oh man, man. I know you blessed, brother. I know you're a blessed brother, man. God definitely working out for you, man. Man, God been doing something great for you. Hey brother, can I hold something, bro? Man, I need I need I need a twenty. Can you can you give brother a twenty. Tell me you ain't heard of somebody who did you like that before in life. Feed you up, pump you on up, and then come and ask you for something. Let me hold something, brother. We done seen it before. We've all been there before. So be careful of those people that flatter you because they are setting you up for something. Whether they're trying to take something from you, get something from you. Set you up for some Be wary Alright, before I go into um, Verse 6 I just want to say hi to all the family We got eight over here on um, Wisdom I got Truly Julie Chuck, you Sh- Reu Rubencheck Sarita Iser uh, Jonathan Jordan, just follow him Ambassador Kay and Zen Master Over here on Stereo, we got Black Casper Ambassador Davis, Ambassador Chris, and Sister Rosina. To God be the glory. All right, back to our Proverbs. Verse 6. By transgression, an evil man is near, but the righteous sings and rejoices. And the message, it says, evil people fall for their own traps. Good people run the other way, glad to escape. And we know that. We know that when people do evil stuff, they tend to fall into their own traps. The Proverbs talks about this often. And that's the reason why we shouldn't do evil. But every time we do evil, all we're doing is we're setting a hole for ourselves to fall into. Instead, let us do good. Let us follow the Lord's way and not our own way. Because our own way is going to get us caught up every single time. Verse 7. The righteous considers the cause of the poor, but the wicked does not understand such knowledge. And it says here in the message, the good hearted understand what it's like to be poor. The hard hearted have the faintest ideal. So I think I'm seeing this kind of message in this particular Proverbs. It's trying to contrast it between the people who are willing to do the right thing by other people. Compared to the people who just are selfish and want to do what they want to do because it makes them feel good. So, that's because they don't have good hearts. Because they say the good hearted, they care. Hard hearted, don't even have an idea. So again, this world has shown us there's a lot of hard hearted people that don't care about anybody on a lower platform than them. On a lower status, a lower strata. Because they just don't care. But if we know that's going to lead them to evil. And we already know they're going to have to pay for whatever evil they do. Verse 8. Scarfers set a city aflame. But wise men turn away wrath. From the message. A gang of sinners can upset a whole city. A group of sages can call every that everyone down. So we're seeing all those cynical people be like, oh... They don't, you know, they don't trust this person. They don't trust that person. Oh, you know. And they just scoff at everything. They mock everything. That they can destroy a lot of stuff. But people who are wise can calm everything down. And that's who we're called to be. Those wise people that in this world that mocks everything good. That we can be that light that calms everybody down. By reflecting it from Jesus Christ. And by... Exhibiting it from the Holy Spirit inside of us. Verse 9. If a wise man contends with a foolish man, whether the fool rages or laughs, there is no peace. And the message. A sage trying to work things out with a fool only gets scorn and sarcasm for his trouble. So they're basically telling you, if you if you run, around and fool, run across a foolish person and you try to give them wisdom, all they're going to do is laugh at you and speak sarcastic, they're not going to try to understand it. When you say something, say something to them once. If they start mocking, do it, Do as Jesus said. Kick the dust off your feet and keep it pushing. Verse 10. The bloodthirsty hate the blameless, but the upright seeks his well-being. In the message, murderers hate honest people. More folk encourage them. So we see when people hate, they can't. They just can't function that kind of way. All they do is hate because they're murderers. They don't want to be around honest people because if, if they're around honest people and the honest people know that they're murderers, they're probably going to get turned in. But the upright want to help people. They want to uplift people. They want to see people grow and learn. All right. To God be the glory Verse 11 A fool vents All his feelings But a wise man holds them back And the message says A fool lets it all hang out A sage quietly mulls over it So when you're having problems you, you shouldn't just Take your problems and blast them all over the front street How many people have seen people do that On Facebook and other social media platforms it's every problem they have in their life, they just display it all over the place. And then they wonder why people are all in their business. <laughs> but if you have a sense, you'll think it over. Let God guide you through the situation. So that you don't make a snap, foolish decision. The floor is open if you want to say anything at any time. You're more than welcome to do so. I'm just breaking them down one by one. Twelve. If a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. Twelve. In the message. When a leader listens to malicious gossip, all the workers get infected with evil. We see that time and time again in this world. A leader lies, whether it's a CEO of a company, whether it's a president, Whether it's somebody on the city council, whether it's somebody on the school board. When they lie, it causes evil to to seek into every situation that they're around. Let us instead be like God and speak truthfully about all matters. Thirteen. The poor man and the person have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. The poor and the abuser have something in common. They can both see their sight, God's gift. So, whether you're rich or poor, God is the one who gives sight to us all. He's the one who powers us all. This is what I was talking about earlier before I got started the morning devotion. God's grace is on all of us, but it won't be there forever if you don't choose to follow him. Follow him now on this side of eternity let this side of eternity make your choice to be with him because if you don't God's gonna give you a wish on the other side of eternity permanent separation from him verse 14 the king who judges the poor with truth his throne will be established forever 14 in the message leadership gains authority and respect when the voice of the poor are treated fairly now this is why we have to be advocates for the poor Um, why we can't just sit by idly and watch people suffer and we don't do something about it because if we're truly going to be leaders a definition of a leader is someone who serves others managers boss people around leaders serve 15 the rider rebuke give wisdom but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother and the message says wise discipline imparts wisdom spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents we don't have to be true when we're young and dumb and we don't choose to follow our parents way we oftentimes embarrass our parents. I know I've been embarrassed by things that my kids have done. I know I embarrassed my dad back in the day with things I've done. We've all had those situations. That's why we need to listen. At a young age, I'm speaking to you young people out there, you don't have to be hard-headed just because everybody else is being hard-headed. Have some wisdom and listen to your father and mother. For the Bible tells us that your days will be lengthy. Sixteen. yes. Sixteen. The wicked, when the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases. increases but the righteous will see their fall. And the message: when degenerates take charge, crime runs wild. But the righteous will eventually observe their collapse. We know that this world. It's only going to last for so long, whether it's this generation or the next generation, or the one after that, or whenever. It, it, all this th- the system of things is going to fall apart. And if we're righteous, we'll be on the right side of this here. But if we're not, we're going to endure what we want to endure, and that's permanent separation from God. Got a message here. From uh, Black Casper. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr.
3: Brother Man. How you doing, man? Hey, I- Take Black Casper, man. A warrior. Respect each other, man. Just stopping through. Showing some love. I've been down there for a second. I'm out here rolling. In ATL. Uh headed to Chicago. Uh just wanted to stop by and let you hear my voice, man, and uh Day. You made it this Saturday, man. A lot of people didn't make it, man. I say that every time. Uh, I'm out here rolling, though. Uh, so, love. A Saturday, man. Y'all. Hope you're having a wonderful, you have a wonderful Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, be safe. Don't get vaccinated. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't get vaccinated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Much love. Mars, I'm out of here. At Black Cat's.
0: Alright, to God be the glory Um, I pray that um, I'm assuming you're a truck driver So I pray that you um, Have safe journeys Because I got a lot of truck drivers In both our ministry And in my my wife's family And and in my family too as well Because I know it's rough out there on the road So I always keep God with you At all times Amen Got another message here From Ambassador Davis,
2: amen, Black Casper, Sister Rose, Chris, amen, and Brother Morris, God bless each of you, amen, I apologize, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, so I wasn't able to be on yesterday, amen, so I apologize, I hope everyone continued in the faith. In the Psalms and the Proverbs, whatever the date of the month is, I hope you continued in the fellowship. God bless each of you and the families.
0: Amen. Ambassador Chris?
2: Yeah, Grand rising. Black Casper. Grand Rise on the road Miss Rose. You know the biggest thing I took from this week? Was anything you do can't be continued. Upon what somebody else do or feel. Mm. Like, I can't do the right thing at work. You know, in order to satisfy my boss, I need to do the right thing work just because it's the right thing. Same with love. When you love somebody, it, it can't be contingent on them loving you. Mm. You gotta love them anyway. Now, got. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And that might not be enough, but that's all I got.
0: That's more than enough. Those are very true words. Love ain't contingent on whether somebody loves you bad. Love's contingent on you exhibiting the love that God gave to you to other people. That's what's contingent on. It's contingent on us being faithful to him because he was faithful to us. Amen? All right, right, seventeen. Correct your son and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give the light to your soul. In the message, it says, Discipline your children and you'll be glad you did. They'll turn out the light for the live with. <laughs> now, we know sometimes when we discipline our children, they don't get it right the first time. They might get, not get it right the second time. They might not even get it right a hundred times. But eventually, we pray that they get it together. But if you don't discipline your children, you. you don't expect them to get it together because they ain't gonna have no basis, no foundation to get it together. And that's what we here for—to give a foundation to these young people so they may learn and grow. Got two messages from the ambassador. Hey,
2: Amen. It ain't love if it's not unconditional. <laughs> that's the problem. We got this lust thing, and it don't exceed to God's standard if it ain't unconditional. Is not love.
0: Amen. Second one from Ambassador.
2: Work. Even as if you're working unto God. That's good observation, Brother grace. Good observation. Ambassador again. Amen. He said don't set your heart on your children's destruction. Amen. That's a good proverb. a good wisdom.
0: Alright. Sister Rosina.
2: So, good morning, good
4: morning, good morning. Ambassador Davis, Chris, Black Casper, safe travels while you're traveling on those roads. You know, uh, Brother Morris, Brother Morris, Brother Morris. You know, the fact y'all still going, that's a good thing. You know, I've been working, tending a family. But most of all, keeping my faith, believing God no matter what, you know, uh, family members being delivered, which is a blessing because my God breaking generational curses. You know, uh, I tell you all the truth, man. We've got so much ignorance and strife going on within the body of Christ. It's ridiculous, but we got to keep our faith in God and continue to preach the word, unadulterated truth, right? And then yesterday I saw a homeless man outside my sister's job, and he was digging in the trash, man. I almost came to tears, like, right there on her job. Immediately he got him something to eat, and, and, I, and all I could say to him was, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. But
0: the body of Christ. My God. That's all we can do. Remember?
4: And the craziest thing about the body of Christ, man, they're so concerned about getting money for the church, what's going on in the church. You know, they have conferences to raise money for the church, to fund the church. But yet we got people sitting up here digging in the trash to get something to eat. My God from Zion, man. People are out here hungry. They're hungry and they're thirsting for God, but also physical food. And the thing is, the fact the man was digging in the trash, me trying to sit up here and ask him, do he believe in Jesus? He wasn't trying to hear that. That man was hungry. So got him something to eat and drink. And all I could say was, Jesus loves you over and over again. And, you know, told him to make sure he stayed hydrated, gave him a bottle of water. But, you know, even before I left, all I could say was, Jesus loves you. It wasn't the time to ask him did he believe in Jesus because he was hungry. He wasn't going to hear a word. I said, my God, Matthew chapter 25 hit yesterday so strong. We must do better. We must do better.
0: That is true. We must do better as a church. Okay, let me see. Put my glasses
3: on. I just see and The first message was Morrison. Let me see what else is down here. Okay, we've got NG. What's up, NG? happy saturday brother man chris what's up uh, brother man chris beautiful beautiful rose how you doing beautiful queen of the universe beautiful queen boy i tell you that hey, is one of the kind so much love to you beautiful uh, queen um Miss rose um have a happy saturday hope you're having a I'll be listening, rolling y'all Watching this roll, yeah, I'm a trucker, man I'm out here just headed to Chicago Mr. bars. So, yes sir
0: But I'll be listening I have any comments, ladies Alright, stay blessed, brother While you out there on the road Alright, verse 18 Well, there is no revelation The people cast off restraint But happy is he who keeps the law And the message if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know why they can't see what God is doing? Because the church ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. We need to be living this word as a church. Because when we live this word as the church, then people will be able to see the light of God in us. And they won't stumble all over themselves as much. But when the church can't get it right, the community is screwed. Because the community ain't going to know what's good. There ain't no good in the world. All people are naturally bad. Without the saving grace, everything we know is going to fall apart. This is why we have to be what we're supposed to be. We can't be waiting. We can't be guessing. We have to know this word
2: and live it. Ambassador. Amen. Like gospel, you have our prayers. Our prayers are with you and the family. That you have a safe journey and a return. Amen. To God be the glory. Verse
0: 19. A servant will not be corrected by mere words. For though he understands, he will not respond. Um, it, in the message it says, it takes more than talk to keep workers in line. Mere words go in one ear and not the other. That's why we have to live this life. Not just talk it. We must live it. And this ties right into the last verse. If we ain't living it, how we going to expect the world to get right? Of course the world's is going to be horrible. Because we're horrible. The world ain't going to be no better than the church. If the church is, if the world is better than the church, then the church is, needs to be destroyed. All of it. But we know that's not the truth. So we have to do better. Because that's the only way the world's going to get better. It's through us. 20. Do you see a man hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. And the message says, observe people who always talk before they think. Even simpletons are better off than they are. And we've seen this to be true. I can testify, me personally, to being that person from time to time. Speaking before I think and how much trouble it causes. All I do is thank the Lord for his Holy Spirit that is helping me to learn to hold my tongue so I do not speak foolishness and cause more trouble. I'm pretty sure many of us can testify to that as well. Twenty-one, he who pampers his servant from childhood will have him as a son in the end. It says, if you let people treat you like a doormat, you'll be quite forgotten in the end. Um, on this one, I don't know if the message got this one right, but I looked at I look at that proverb, proverb um, twenty-one. I mean, verse twenty-one in a positive way. As in somebody who you treat good, they'll treat you good in the end. We've had you know we had stories of like people being adopted and stuff, and the the, the person who was adopted treated the parents better than the biological children in the end. So what I believe is when you if you're treating people right, they'll be there for you. Twenty-two. An angry man stirs up strife. And a furious man abounds in transgression. Twenty-two, And the message says, Angry people stir up a lot of discord. The intemperate store up trouble. We know that. When people are mad, they start all kinds of trouble. And that trouble is the trouble that's fueling the world right now. All the hate. All the violence. It's because people are angry. But the Bible told us to be angry, but sin not. There's a righteous anger, but we can't let that lead us into sin. Because what it does is it causes more and more discord. You have a lot of people who are angry, but they, they don't do it righteously. And it causes more trouble than if they would just stayed out the situation. Verse 23. A man's pride will bring him low. But the humble spirit will retain honor and the mission says pride lands you flat on your face humility prepares you for honors so true we, we should never be in a hurry to lift ourselves up let us lift jesus up and he lifts us up let us lift other people up and they lift us up let us not be so caught up and trying to lift ourselves up by trying to make ourselves look good because in the end all we do is cause ourselves more problems, like that parable that was spoke about in, um, let me see, I got it right here um, in my, in my um, this is from my um, Sunday school lesson. Um, the parable is here in Luke 14, right? Um, 11, it says, for whoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. So you don't need to lift yourself up. Live the way God tells you to live. And let him lift you up. Let people around you lift you up. Don't be in a hurry to be prideful. Ambassador? Amen.
2: Amen. It's, a, it's a vision of adoption. Amen. Compassion and being the bond. Compassion and love being the bond that makes people family members, amen, that unite us together. It's gotta be through compassion because contention brings division, (laughs) amen, but unity is what he's trying to, amen, compassion, you have him as a child, as a son. Amen, amen.
0: 24, whoever's a partner with a thief hates his own life. He swears to tell the truth, but reveals nothing. And the message says, Befriend an outlaw and become an enemy to yourself. When the victims cry out, you will be included in their curses if you're a coward to their cause in court. So what does that tell us? Don't run around with the wrong kind of people. Even if they're wealthy. If it's wealthy people doing evil things, don't run around with them hang out with people who do right be company with the people who are following the way because otherwise you hate your own life you're causing yourself trouble and eventually you're going to go down with them and in fact not only it's worse than going down with them they'll set you up and you'll be the one to go down while they stay up 25 the fear of man brings a snare for whoever trusts in the Lord should be safe. In the message. The fear of human opinion disables. Trusting in God protects you from that. Hallelujah. Stop caring about what people think about you. Trust in God's word. What man has to say about a situation is nothing. If God didn't say it about the situation the same way. Don't let. Don't be fooled. Don't let opinions bother you when they're not godly, they're not based on godly facts. If it's not based on the truth, their opinions are worthless, they're rubbish, and don't be afraid of them. Stick to the truth. 26. Many seek the ruler's favor, but justice for man comes from the Lord. And the message says everybody tries to get help from the leader. But only God will give us God, will give us justice. Again, who's the source of all things? Is Him, not us. So when we instead of us trying to, to always curry favor from the leader and try to set them up to get something from them, let us instead walk in God's way and let God give us what we need. Amen. God, not man, God. Man is a resource. Money is a resource. Jobs are resources. Cars are resources. But there's only one source. And that's the creator of this universe. Hallelujah. Lastly, verse 27. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous. And he who is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. So it says, good people can't stand the sight of the deliberate evil. The wicked cannot stand the sight of well-chosen goodness. Hallelujah, that's so true. So, that sort of reminds me back to Galatians 5, when you it's not the, the, um the flesh lusts against the spirit, the spirit lusts against the flesh, so you might not be able to do what you want. That's the same battle, but this is going on on the outside now. That when people who follow God's truth, they can't stand evil. But the people who are stuck in the world can't stand God's truth. Because the God's truth is good. Amen? Well, that's the conclusion of the 27 verses of Proverbs 29. I hope that all are blessed by the reading of the word. Um, if anybody else has any more comments on, the, on either Psalms 29 or Proverbs 29, you're more than welcome to do so. Oh, let me do a quick roll call. Um, over here on Wisdom, we have Jason Kenton, KC Blaze, Mike Wright, Charmin U Dan, Truly Julie, Chuck, Sarita Issa, um, Jordan Jordan, um, Ambassador Kaylin, and Zen Master. Over here on Stereo, we got Black Casper, Ambassador Davis, and Ambassador Chris. All right. So, at this time, if nobody has anything they want to say, our hearts and minds clear, let's go before the throne of grace. Oh, Heavenly Father, oh Lord, we just thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. You have given us life. You have given us another day. You have given us time, oh Lord, to learn more and more about you, to grow more and more with you, oh Lord. And for that, we have to give you all the glory and all the praise, oh Lord. We ask for forgiveness, of our sins Lord those that we did knowingly And unknowingly oh Lord And that you teach us oh Lord to forgive others oh Lord So that we can be forgiven by you As well So we us get ready oh Lord To come down from this platform but never ever Ever fellowship with each other Through the Holy Spirit we ask oh Lord That you will continue to rebuke the Bible For your namesake oh Lord Beat back these devils oh Lord That try to come into our lives Try to influence us and try to influence Our loved ones oh Lord that, O oh Lord, that you look out for those who are hurting, O oh Lord, like my brother, O oh Lord, uh, who lost his sister in a car accident. His two nieces are in ICU, O oh Lord. L- o oh Lord, bless that family, O oh Lord. Give them the grace that they need to deal with this tough situation. Let them understand that even though it is rough and it's still in your will, that there is something, O oh Lord, that, your, that works out to your purposes, O oh Lord, that happens through this tragedy, O oh Lord. And we just have to continue to give you all the glory and all the praise, Lord, because we know that you are the creator of all things. You are the creator of this universe. You are our ruler, our bastard, our shepherd. And you are all and the only thing that we can depend on. So we thank you and we love you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And amen seals it. All right. So we'll conclude with um, Psalms 121. we're going to go to verse I'm going to go back to the New King James Version for this and we're going to go to verse 5 the Lord is your keeper the Lord is your shade at your right hand the sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night the Lord shall preserve you from all evil he should preserve your soul. The Lord should preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. And let us all together say, Amen. This concludes, the oh Lord, our service. I um, hope that everybody's blessed. I hope to see you again tomorrow. Same praise time, same praise channel. Hallelujah. Glory to God.